What is up, guys? This is the Coach's Corner. We had a few weeks off. Me and Coach's schedule were kind of conflicting due to a lot of travel, but the weekend of the Celebration Bowl, we couldn't think of a better guest than North Carolina Central QB coach, offensive coordinator, Matt Leone, with us today before a huge matchup. North Carolina Central wins the MEAC, has a chance to win their first Celebration Bowl in school history. Coach, appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me, Zach and uh, Coach Fred. I, I, uh, it's an honor to be on here, and, and uh, again, thank you. Absolutely. So the first question has to be, what made this team special? You guys run through the MEAC. Uh, I mean, we're top 20 at one point in, in the FCS top 25. You guys have a chance to go, a chance to win the first Celebration Bowl in school history. What was different about this team compared to other teams you've coached on? You know, th this group of uh, young men that we have in a program is is just a special group of, of guys. Um, you know, if, if you look at the overall roster of our football team, we, we, we're, we're sophomores and juniors. So we're still a fairly young team that's kind of grown together. And so it's been it's been great to see these guys just all the way from uh, the adversity. You know, that, that COVID year was tough on everybody. But a lot of these guys came in that year or they came in the year before that and then not playing a football season. We really didn't lose anybody to the transfer portal, didn't lose a bunch of guys. And this group had really just stuck together and um, they they enjoy um, each other's company. They, they all hang out together. They um, they enjoy the offseason workouts. And I mean, we, we were able to keep, I'd say, 90 percent of the guys here all summer long. Uh, so they've worked together. They enjoy being around each other. And um, that's what makes this group special. When did you know? Because <clears throat> I got to talk to Coach Oliver at MEAC Media Day, and I'm sure you've seen the interviews. He was not shy about talking about how confident he was. I mean, he called out HBCU game day about their preseason top 10 saying there's not nine better teams in the country than us in the HBCU football. And when I talked to him, he was like, listen, we thought we were – that we could have been the Celebration Bowl champs last season and we let one game get away against South Carolina State. When did you know this team was going to be different? To me, it was the Norfolk State game last year. Um, that, that's really when I was like, okay, we got something special here. Um, it was an early conference game um, for us. We had lost already to uh, South Carolina State in that, that close game. And uh, Norfolk State went up on us 21-0 in the first quarter. And our guys found a way to battle back. Um, it really didn't affect them. And that, that, that to me, is what, what showed that we, we did have something special. For us to be as young as a football team as we were and for us just to keep playing football uh, down 21-0 and found a way to get back in the game, we, we, the game went into two overtimes and and we were able to come out with the victory. That's when I was. That's for me when I said, "Okay, we we got something special." And then, um, you know, we continued to play well the rest of that season. That kind of sparked us. And again, we didn't really lose anybody. So the fact that we were building that momentum um, going into the uh, off season, and then just seeing the way our guys worked this off season, uh, I knew we had a chance to be pretty good. Coach Fred, I'm going to toss it to you before I get into some other questions I have. But, man, take it away. Man, Matt, we've been knowing each other for a long time, man. I just want to congratulations 
on that uh that MIAC championship um and getting to the celebration bowl. Um I kind of stopped you a couple times getting to the celebration bowl. But you know, that, <laughs> that's here nor there. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, you sure did. That's right. Yeah. I think we, I think we'll get enough friends to talk about that later, you know, off off the record. But uh you know, last year, well, not last year, year before when we played you guys in the uh, the uh, the kickoff classic, um, I think that was your quarterback's first time um, stepping in between the lines as the leader. Um, going back to that game, he made plays down the stretch for you guys. Um, was that something that carried over into not just the rest of that season, the next season, into where we are right now with him, because he's 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 the guy that makes you guys go. Yes, yeah, he, he really is, and you know, um, with the quarterback position, you know, and I, I he did play the year before, uh, but he really played by default. Um, I think he was he, at the time he was a four string quarterback. They had some injuries, and 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 they had enough injuries where it got to Davius to. He needed to play, and 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 for for him to go in there under that situation, he he played well. For me, um, you never know what you really have at the quarterback position until he's under fire. He's in the game, uh, bullets are flying. Um, so for me, that was my first opportunity as coming in 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 2020. We didn't play, and then uh, that first game against Alcorn that you're speaking of, and the sweat me at challenge um that was my first time getting to really get a feel for what what I had at quarterback and to see the way he played um and just his resilience and his ability I mean he made some really big time throws in that game some some far hash throws to the sideline uh, he threw a bender on time that was a big time throw and uh and then also um got in the end zone twice um you know running the ball in that game that's when that's when I said, okay, uh, you know he he's a special player. Uh, we got to continue to build off of it, off of this. And then I I knew what you know I had at at quarterback. Um, and then as we last year just continued to build the trust in one another. Um, you know I knew what he liked, what he didn't like, uh, what he was comfortable with, and and just try to keep him as comfortable and confident in what we were doing as possible. And, um, you know, and, 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 and me and him are, we're on the same page at all times. And I think that's always a, a dangerous thing when the coordinator and the quarterback are on the exact same page. And, and uh, that's really how we've been all year long. And, and that I can, I contribute that to a lot of the success that we're having, especially um, in the quarterback room. And, um, just to, to coattail on your season for, for people who don't know how it works, um, because I was thrown off. I, I'll admit it. I was thrown off um, scrolling through social media. And then I see another team in your conference with a championship banner and everybody's laid around. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought Matt and them won and we're going, you know, it was on their way to the celebration bowl. I couldn't, it, it took me back. I had to go back and look at that post like five or six times to make sure it said MEAC football champions. <laughs> wait a minute, you know, how does this, you know, what's going on? So for people that don't know that you know, just watching our show, uh, can you just kind of basically, you know, basic uh, explanation on how that, how that works? Basic. I know it's a whole lot of, you know, roll the dice. <laughs> yeah. Up, yeah. The, you know, that so, kind of 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Coach Fred, from my from my understanding of it, and I, I really don't fully understand all of it myself, so I, I don't get caught <laughs> up in that. I just, yeah, I just look at okay, where are we at? Did, did and uh, did we win? And did we win the right games? And so on and so forth. But so the way it works is because the MEAC does not have a championship game like the SWAC does. Um, they go off of a uh, conference record. And since we both ended up with the same conference record, although we won the head-to-head -head game, we were crowned um, co-champs. <laughs> um, because we won the head-to-head, -head, we get to go to the Celebration Bowl. So to me, the, the team that goes to the Celebration Bowl is, you know, the I, champs. I, I got but, Listen, I, I'll, but I'm not going to let y'all take any bullets. I'll just let it go because I took a million bullets on my show when I, I went off about it because I, I said that Howard wasn't a real MEAC champ and I got absolutely tore. So no need for any bullets for you guys. I took them all for y'all because I was like, I get it because it is true where if you tie in conference record, that's for any conference in the FCS outside of the SWAC because the SWAC is the only conference that has a SWAC championship. The Big Sky, even if Montana State beat Eastern Washington and they tie, they're co-champs. But Montana State would get the auto big because they won the head-to-head. -head. So it's like that all across. It's not just the MEAC. It's it's a dumb rule. I get co-champs if they didn't play. Like in the OVC, SEMO right. and UT Martin, co-champs because they didn't get to play. But That's if right. you get if you have a 20-point win over the quote-unquote co-champ, it's pretty clear, in my opinion, who the champ is in that conference. Right. For that, that that does that doesn't make any sense. You can't get a ring for that, man. Right. That's why, you know, I went back and checked. I'm like, wait a minute. They beat <laughs> so why is it still? Oh yeah. Anyway, back to you, Zach. Yeah. No, it, it's 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 dumb. I agree with you. But coach, uh, I'm I'm a former O, o lineman, so I always got to give the big guys a shout out. I I from our publication, we just dropped our MIAC All Conference today. You guys had four offensive linemen who made our first and second team all conference can you talk about how how for a play caller how comforting it is to know that you have such a great offensive line and just one guy in particular Corey Bullock and Robert Mitchell are two guys that for me scouting O-linemen those guys should be NFL draft picks especially my guy Corey Bullock I love his game speak a little bit about the O-line and how much pressure that takes off of you as a play caller uh, definitely. Um, Zach, I, I agree 100% with the statement you just made as far as those guys being NFL guys. I, I truly believe that uh, myself. And, um, you know, we're very blessed to have those guys. Um, they, they're, they're very talented. Um, they're great athletes. You know, um, you know, you former offensive line, I'm sure you can appreciate that. But um, they're, they're, they're athletes at that position. And um, they, they do a great job, um, not only – um, in their preparation, but they 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 have high football IQs, which which helps them to uh, recognize um, different fronts, pressures, where things may be coming from. Um, help help uh, communicate with the quarterback on on different protection alerts. Um, so they they do a great job there. But Coach Williams, our offense line coach, uh, does a tremendous job with those guys. Uh, this is his first year with us, and. He came in and, and, and really, really helped mold the offensive line. Um, and, and it's been really the, the biggest difference. Last year, we were so banged up up front. Uh, we were just finding ways to, 
to win football games, where this year we've been fortunate enough to stay healthy for the most part, and, and those guys have gotten to play together. And when you got five guys that get to play um, that many snaps together, you build the continuity, and um, that's really, really helped us offensively, uh, knowing that uh, we can run the football, knowing that we can ask our quarterback to drop back, you know, 30 times, 40 times a game and uh, him not really get touched that, you know, that often. Um, that that very uh, uh, peace of mind for me uh, to, as a play caller, as you mentioned. But I can't speak enough about Corey Bullock and, and how he plays. Um, like I said, he's a tremendous athlete. He's improved in his run blocking. Um uh, physicality. Rob Mitchell um, was the MEAC offense lineman of the year, senior. Um, he's I'm very proud of him because he's had to overcome some injuries in the past. Um, you know, last year he got hurt in the second game of the season. So we against Marshall, so we didn't have him the rest of the season. So for him to come back, um, you know, he's a guy who took advantage too of that COVID year and and uh, for him to come back and have the success he had this year, I'm, I'm very, very, very uh, proud of him for that. And then the, the, the other guys on the offensive line, Torcelli Sampkins, he's going to be just as good as, as Corey and uh, Rob Mitchell. Um, he's just a sophomore. I mean, he started every game for us as a true freshman, and, and now he's in his sophomore season. So he's a really good player for us. And, um, again, he's got that football IQ um, that, that keeps everybody on the same page up front. And so he does a great job. And then uh, with the addition, uh, addition excuse me, of, of Zai um, Simpson, he came in. He was a transfer from Wingate College and came in and, and, and become became a major contributor to us up front there. And then uh, Daquan Thomas is, is our starting right tackle, and he's only a sophomore. So uh, when you look at it, we, we lose our two guards, but the, the other three key pieces uh, get to come back. So um, we feel like we, we got the ability to be good there for, for some time. And you, uh, the, the thing with, you know, matchups like the celebration ball, you have two teams who really don't have a lot of, a, a lot of common opponents. So fans may not watch a lot of film necessarily if they're not analysts, coaches, you know, I had to correct some people because, you know, of course, Davis is going to get all the shine. He's, a Walter Payton Award finalist, HBC Award finalist. But there was a lot of narratives going around on social media about, man, well, NCCU doesn't have any wide receivers. And I'm like, well, pump the brakes. EJ Hicks and Devin are absolute studs. Talk a little bit about the wide receiving core and, you know, what they bring to the team, especially for people who may have never seen you guys play and might may think it's just all Davies back there, I guess, throwing the ball to himself because that's must, must be what they're watching on TV if they, they're spreading that rumor around. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what one th one thing I would definitely say that uh, EJ Hicks and and Devin Smith are are definitely our go to guys. Um, we we want to get the ball in their hands as as much as possible, and um, you know they they know what to do with it once it's in their hands. I mean they they're able to um, get get yards after after catch and and uh, turn a simple completion, a quick game, or whatever the case may be, into to, uh, an explosive play. Um, so they're, they're definitely guys we want to get the ball to. But I, I would say, um, unlike maybe some teams that are in this situation, um, people may believe that we don't have some big-time wideouts because we're not targeting just one guy. Um, 
you know, if you look across the board, they, we've got a lot of guys with, with catches. We've got a lot of guys that have scored touchdowns. Um, you know, our, our Peewee does a great job of, of just taking what the defense gives them. And uh, Peewee is, is Davius Richards' nickname. So, um, But he does a great job of just going through progression and, and takes what the defense gives them. And we ask him to, to, to go through a read. So we're not necessarily just targeting one to two guys now. Uh, we tried to design things to, to get EJ and, and uh, Devin Smith, the football. Um, but again, you look at that room, uh, we're still very young in that room. So we, we got some guys coming along, but you take EJ out of there, he, he's the only senior. And Devin Smith is a sophomore. And then Andrew Smith, who, who's been a good player for, he's a sophomore. Joaquin Davis is a, is a sophomore. Uh, Quentin, McCall, Quentin McCall, he's a sophomore. So our guys that are, are major contributors in that wide receiver room are, are still young. So uh, that's probably why you haven't – people have not heard as much about them as, as they're going to in the future. Oh, man. <clears throat> Coach, I'm about to toss it back to you, but I just – going to let you know, there's some, there's some MEAC fans that are probably listening to this interview cringing here in sophomore and sophomore and freshman and knowing that they're all coming back. But, Coach Fred, before we shift to the celebration bowl, man, I'll let you take it back over. Well, you know, Matt, with um, with the history that me and you have, and I, I know uh, we date back to Zach probably don't even remember. He wasn't even on the beat when we were back with the skills camp, Bishop Delahan, uh, the down and dirty old line camp and all that, which is where we kind of linked up and, and did work together, you know, with the quarterbacks, receivers. Uh, so with that being said, the closeness with your receivers, even though your quarterback is an upperclassman and you got all those young guys, Who's the leader? Who's the one that says, hey, let's stay a little bit after practice? Is that coming from the quarterback? Is that coming from your guys who's hungry for the knowledge in the receiver room? Um, you know, how is that working for you there with those guys? I, I'd say it's a, it's a combination of both, uh, Coach. Um, you know, over the summer, uh, Davius did a great job of organizing, um, you know, throwing sessions with the receivers, uh, tight ends and, and running backs. And he – he really ran those, but um, you know, I, I look at uh, Devin Smith, even even though he's you know still a young guy. I mean, he's a leader. Um, he's a leader in that room. Uh, he always sticks around after practice to make sure that he gets more catches in, um, and he'll pull the quarterbacks, um, whether it's it's Davius or even even uh, Walker Harris, who's our backup, or Quest Powell, um, and and get make sure he gets more catches in. Um, Andrew Smith is another one that constantly stays after. So I think it's a collective group that does it. Um, but as far as uh, the leadership in, in the room, I, I think it starts with, with, with Davis, our quarterback. And then it's, it, we've got other leaders that have done a tremendous job of, of making sure that, um, you know, the guys are all on one accord on the same page and, and getting the work in. If, if somebody's, you know, in a slump or not having a good day. Hey, let's stay after practice and let's, get, you know, let's get some more catches in and, uh, Hey, let's work on that route. And, uh, you see him after practice. And that's, I mean, you know, you've been around great teams yourself, championship team. That's when, you know, you got something special when they're out there coaching each other and they're holding each other accountable and they, they want to see the guy next to them, uh, be successful. And, uh, or they, they take it and run it by themselves. That, yeah. That's, 
perfectly. I mean, you're right. Uh, Pee Wee just did thing, right? He just graduated, if I'm not mistaken. Right? He did. Yeah, he just graduated. Um, his his plan is to uh, start in the master's program and and work towards a MBA degree. So, shout out to Pee Wee, big time. Big. Um, one last thing, man, before we get to the celebration bowl, like Coach said, um, coming from from the swag, man, to the MEAC, um, you know, I, 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 I haven't done anything in the MEAC, so I, I don't know what I'm just asking. Um, it's said that the football passion is more in the swag. And I don't want to put you on the spot because I know where you are right now. <laughs> I know where you want a championship at. But compare it in a short Short, short, short example. Give me, give me, a, give me an example. Compare the two, um, for me and Zach. How, how, how are you comparing the two? The swag is, the meak is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's, uh, that's very tough to, to compare. Um, you know, I was at Southern University, and and uh, Southern, you know, their their fans is unbelievable. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna show up to. Doesn't matter who we playing or where we playing. They they show up, and um, so that experience was was great. Um, you know, I, my perception in in the SWAC when I was in the SWAC was it was a an offensive league, and, and you better score points in that league. Um, where my perception was uh, the MEAC when I was in the SWAC was, and they they know how to play defense in the MEAC, and 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 uh, you know you you better be able to run the football in the MEAC, and and uh, you know, they, they rely on, on, on great defense. So that was always my, my perception when I was in the SWAC. Uh, but since coming over to the, the MEAC, you know, it's, it's a very competitive league. Um, I, 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 you know, you got to be able to score points in this league as well. And, and then the, the defenses in this league are, are, are really good. Um, so I, I think both, of, both leagues are, are very comparable. Um, it's hard for me to say that, um, one's, you know, that much different than the other. I think they're very com comparable leagues. Um, but I'd say from, from top to bottom, um, I know the MEAC, in my experience, the MEAC is uh, you better be able to be ready to play every week in the MEAC, where when I was in the SWAC, um, you know, there were some teams that was not I, up to par with the top. You don't have to say it. I get it. I get it. You don't have to say it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. Um, and that and that was that was that was my, and during my time, you know, the, you know, th things change from year to year, from season, you know, season to season. Exactly where you're going with that, man. I mean, I, I, and and we know the teams. You ain't got to say them. We, we, we're all we're all on the same page here. Before we get to the celebration bowl, uh, with A and T moving out from the time that you got there, is that still a a a big time rival, or has it shifted? Now, because you're no longer fighting those guys for that berg to the celebration bowl, um, who who who's come up as a new rival, or is oh, there? The uh, AT still our rival. You know, it's in-state rival, and and uh, that's 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 an important game. So, um, and I think that will always be our rival. Um, now, it, you know, in the in the in the conference, of course, with it being. Um, you know, we we really believe in our conference. You 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 need to go undefeated to win the conference, or you need help by somebody. And um, so every every game is is extremely important as far as rivalries and stuff goes. Um, 
I think every game is is an important game, so I, I don't really see um, like one more important than the other. If that if that makes sense, um, we got to win them all. Matt, Matt, you're a Florida boy, man. I, I don't need the politician, man. I need you to come out. <laughs> I mean, I, I really don't. I, I don't have that that answer. I, I mean, A and T is our rival, and we got. Oh, I was about to say. I knew what, it, Coach Fred. After this, call Brian up. Central alum and ask him. I was in the press box. You guys were playing Stephen F. Austin and Central and AT, and he was in the press box as the all court SID screaming at the computer, going <laughs> for Central. Uh, trust me, it's it, it's huge. I, I remember, and that's why that game was that's the first two FCS teams to ever be in the Mayo Bowl for the opening week, too. Yeah. That game was Georgia Clemson last year, a top five matchup, and Central and AT got selected this year over FBS teams. And that, that right there should show you how insane that rivalry must be for them to get that type of honor to play in that game. Yeah. Did you get it, a check was, for that? What's that? Did you get an extra check for that? An extra check? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> but shifting to the game everyone is looking forward to this Saturday, the Celebration Bowl Central takes on the SWAT champions, Jackson State. The first question is we know we know what it is with Jackson State. Number one pass defense in the country, number one total defense in the country, number one scoring defense. The list goes on and on. Without giving away the game plan, what have you seen on film that's going to be the biggest challenges for your offense against Jackson State this weekend? They are uh... Jackson State's defense is, is talented at all three levels. Um, they got they got tremendous pass rushers up front. Their linebackers um, are, are really good players. They move extremely well and they're physical. Um, downhill run stoppers, and then they're 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 very talented in the secondary as well. Um, good speed, length. Um, so they're they're a talented group. Um, for us, it's going to be about winning our one on one matchups. Um, you know, they, they're a defense that's going to put you in one-on-one uh, situations across the board, up front, um, in the, at, at, um, on the perimeter. And so we're going to have to win our one-on-ones. And um, we're going to need some guys to make plays, uh, make contested catches. And, and uh, you know, we're going to um, have to find a way to, to establish the running game and um, feel like we got a good game plan to, to do that. But they've been they've – been, uh, stout and stopping the run and and um you know they're they lead the fcs like you said zach in a lot of categories so we got a work cut out for us but uh we feel like we got a good team that that they can match up uh, against uh jackson state's defense and um you know their football team in general so um but it's going to be a challenge but our, our guys are ready and up for the challenge looking back at your schedule you do got you you guys do have one common opponent in campbell and but it Looking at your whole schedule, is there a team you guys played this year that you feel like is style like who is most stylistically similar to Jackson State and what you what you're expecting this weekend defensively? Um, that, that's a good question. Um, you know, from a, a scheme standpoint, um, there's some similarities to um, what we saw from Howard um, on film and in in our game. Uh, from a personnel standpoint, we feel like there's some similarities to. Um, A&T. Um, A&T had two really good linebackers, um, and they, they've always been stout up front, um, good good pass rushers, um, and then they've had some some uh, good guys in the secondary. So 
Um, from a personnel standpoint, I would say A&T. Um, so um, th those are probably the two best comparisons that I would say uh, from a scheme standpoint. There's some similarities to what Howard does. And from a, um, from a personnel standpoint, uh, A&T. Coach, I'll let, I'll let you take it over for a minute. Fire, fire, uh, fire off my last few. So um, with the layoff, you know, what, what, what creative ways have, you know, you guys, your coaching staff come up with to keep the edge and then to also not listen to or see all the things that are going on with your opponent? Um, because I think your kids, if they're paying attention to that more so than what you guys have going on, it could turn it to be, you know, fool's gold. Um, you know, it's still the national championship game. It's still at a neutral field. You guys both still have to travel. Um, you've had the long layoff. Uh, so how do you or how have you guys been able to keep the uh, keep the iron sharp? You know, Co Coach Oliver, our head man, does, does a great job with uh, just making sure that the message is always the same, you know, that's consistent. And, um, you know, it's we, we never – uh, spend a whole lot of time talking about what's going on with, with the opponent. Um, we just try to figure out what they do from a schematic standpoint. Uh, is there areas we can attack their personnel? And then after that, it, it's, it's all about us. Um, we're not worried about, you know, what's going on in their locker room or the news that's coming out or anything like that. Um, nowadays with social media, obviously you don't have control over all of it. And uh, our, our young men, of course, are seeing – things that are going on, but the message from, from us is always the same. And it's about, it's about us. Um, you know, we got to take care of these things. And if we take care of these things, they're, they're going to give us an opportunity to win the football game. And, and um, you know, with the long layoff, uh, you know, we, we've been, been smart to make sure we're uh, staying healthy, but at the same time, getting enough work in. So, uh we don't lose the speed of the game. We, we've done some periods where uh, it's been good on good. Um, we've done, we've cut out some periods to, to make sure that we're not driving our guys in, into the ground and, and uh, uh, having the, the risk of injury because uh, we want to get all our guys to the game healthy. But at the same time, we, we've, we've uh, made sure to get our work in. And last thing we want to do is, is show up and because we haven't played in so long, uh, the speed of the game is, is, is too fast, you know, uh, where it takes us too long to get going. So um, I think we've done a really good job because Oliver had a plan in place to make sure that we were uh, kept things in balance to uh, to be ready to go. Um, knew when to push the gas pedal and then when to start hitting the brake a little bit. Cool, cool, cool. I always wonder about that because it's a, uh, it's a period where you are still – waiting to find out who you're going to play, and then you still have uh, two weeks to play. Uh, right. So how that was uh, being that we went to the Celebration Bowl uh, a few times. Uh, didn't seem to slow a &T down with the rust, so I was just wondering <laughs> if you guys had that same plan or what. Right. Uh, and then, you know, with the end of school coming up, um, everybody's seeing the whole campus clear out. Uh, but you guys know what's at hand. Um, have you had any problems with your with your guys? Not that you would tell us, but have you had any problems with your guys looking to get to the house? You know, I watched some of the weather, man. You're a Florida guy. I know a couple of weeks ago you got real, 
down in the teens. Um, how, how does that work out for you? Um, you know, we, we've been, we've been real fortunate. Um, some of the days that it got down into the teens, they were, uh, you know, days that we did not have scheduled practice. So, uh, we, we, uh, we have not missed a practice because of any weather issues. Uh, we had one day where, uh, we pushed practice back an hour just because of a little bit of rain. Um, but it cleared up. And so, We've been we've been blessed and fortunate to to make sure that we we've been able to get all our all our our practices in. So um, now we're we are out there in in uh, some some warm clothes and um, you know some I, I you know me being a Florida guy like you said, Coach Fred, I got about four shirts on when I'm out there and a hoodie on. So, <laughs> but uh, but it, it hasn't slowed our guys down. I mean, they're out there practicing. They know what's at stake, and they're they're just they're just happy to to still be out there practicing. I know a lot of a lot of us wish we were. A lot of us yes, wish sir. we were. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I, I was in Bozeman last weekend, Montana, for that Montana State game. If they're out there practicing, I don't think Central's got any problem. Because, I mean, it was – listen, I don't think people – because I'm from Mobile, Alabama. I've never been that cold in my life up there. It uh, is freezing up there. Yeah. Like, the turf ices – so like yeah. you had players like run into the sideline and just could not stop, and the only way to stop was just to fall. Wow, yeah, it's I, just insane up there. I, I couldn't imagine uh, what that what that feels like, or even you know play a football game in that that weather. I, I have not experienced that personally myself. You know, no. And this weekend for the semifinal games, I think the Dakotas are getting ten inches of snow before mm -hmm. the semifinal games. You know, Fargo's got a dome, but yeah, Brookings is going to be brutal. But coach. Going into the game, it is how do you prepare your guys for all the pregame festivities? You got Radio Row, you're going to have interviews left and right, you're going to have every media outlet that covers college football there. You're going to be on ABC, 11 a.m. Central kickoff in the Mercedes Benz Stadium, which I've been there. It's beautiful. How do you prepare your guys for the moment? You know, we all, um, it goes back to, you know, what Coach Oliver's message is and, and, um, you know, just making sure that our guys are keeping the main thing, the main thing, and and what's what's the task at hand. And um, you know, we we we've done a good job of telling them what to expect, um, so that they're not they don't have that you know big eye moment. They they know what what it is when when we're getting when we're going into it, and and then uh, just keeping the, the main focus on the game. You know, all, all that is. Um, they deserve everything that comes with the game, but uh, it is a business trip, and we're we're going there to pl to play a 60 60 minute uh, game, and and we got to be ready for all 60 minutes. So um, we've got a very mature football team, and uh, you know they 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 uh, they do a good job of of taking uh, what we give them and and holding on to that, and they they understand you know what's in store and what to what to expect. And, you know, I'm not going to ask for a prediction, but just looking, so what would it mean to you personally? And what what would it mean to Central as a, as a program, a university to win the first celebration bowl in school history? And also keep that MEAC dominance alive in the celebration bowl, move to six and one, a little bit of pressure on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it would mean everything uh, for me personally. Um you know, you put a lot of hours in, into this profession. And, um, you know, I, I, as, as Coach Fred uh, mentioned before, um, you know, I've, I've come up second a lot 
and 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 just winning a conference championship. And you know, you people don't realize how tough it is to, to be in this situation, to, to have a chance to play for a championship. I mean, it is tough. And and I think people take that for granted because um you see a lot of the same teams playing for it every year, you know. So they you know, sometimes that gets lost. Like, well, shoot, if they can play for it every year, uh, you know, why can't why can't you? Well, it, I mean, it, it, it's tough to get there. Uh, you need some things to go your way. You need guys to stay healthy. You need you need the ball to bounce your way, and and then obviously you got to play well in, in all all three phases and, and play well every game uh, just to give yourself a chance. So um, it it is hard to get here, um, but what it would mean to North Carolina Central, I mean. Uh, this is a great university. I, I am blessed to be a part of it. Um, Coach Oliver is an alum of North Carolina Central. Um, you know, our defense coordinator, Courtney Cord, is an alum of, of North Carolina Central. I, I think it would be awesome to, to, to win the first um, HBCU national championship uh, with, with, with Coach Oliver as our head football coach as an alum and then having Coach Cord on our staff. I think that would be very cool to, to do that. Um, and then for these guys, um, our players, I mean, they deserve to be champions. Um, and, uh, you know, it, when, when, when you win a championship, whether it's a conference championship or, or a national champion, that, that, that team is forever bonded together. And uh, we've got a special group of young men on this football team, and I would love for them to, to be able to call themselves national champions. And the final question here, you know, we're recording on Tuesday night. This will be coming out Wednesday, just a, just two days away from this game, really. What is your message to Central fans on what they can expect from your team, this offense, come, come Saturday morning when this game kicks off at 11 a.m. Central time? They, they can expect for us to go out there and give everything we got for, for, for 60 minutes or however long it takes. Um, you know, we, we – um, we're, we're excited to be there, um, but we know what's what's at stake and and uh, they can expect for us to do everything and within our power to uh, give ourselves the best chance to win the football game. And um, we're going to play hard. We're going to play relentless and and uh, we're going to play together. And um, so that, that I, I believe that will be evident uh, when, when fans are sitting in the stands and 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 big thing that, you know, the staff and and our players. They, they want NCCU uh, to, uh, to, to have a product on the field that they're proud of. And uh, we've been able, I believe we've been able to do that uh, this far. Um, and, and we want to continue to do that. Coach, I, I, I know me and Coach Fred greatly appreciate your time. We know this has been probably been a hectic week for you. So you could have been anywhere else in the country, man, and really focusing on this game for you to give us 40 minutes of your time, man. Definitely appreciate you. Listen, if you guys, if you guys are the Celebration Bowl champs, me and Coach Fred expect you back on here. The trophy back there on that desk behind you, the the, the champagne goggles, the t-shirt, the, the whole nine, man. We'll be celebrating with you. Sounds great, Zach. I, I look forward to that. Appreciate Matt, you, Coach. Matt, I'll tell you this in closing, man. As a friend, enjoy the week. Enjoy the week, man. It, they they do it right. Uh the the aquarium, the dinner, the the gift room, uh, the barbers, the hotel, it's done right. Enjoy it because it is tough getting there. It yes, is. sir. It's tough winning the game, and it's even tougher to get to that championship game, man. Uh, 
it's my conference, but it's my <laughs> friend. So I'm going with my friend for the win. All right. You might you better. The, those all those all corner state fans were not gonna let you back into Lorman if you if you if you ride them with Jackson State. I was at the Soul Bowl. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have been real happy about that one. No, no. I got I got my gotta gotta ride with my boy. Not but guys, man, Coach Fred. Hey, Thank we you. we appreciate we we appreciate Coach Matt coming on here. Matt Matt Leone, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach for North Carolina Central. Guys, tune into the Celebration Bowl ABC 11 a.m. Central kickoff for Coach Fred, for Coach Matt, for myself, and for the Blue Bloods guys. We are out for right now.